Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time of the year already. That time of the year for another episode of the, <laughs> the Great Scott Cinema Club podcast. And it's, it's we're going to talk about the Oscars a fair bit in this one now. Um, the Oscars were pretty... Aye. We're pretty noteworthy this year, weren't they, Keezy? Not just not just <laughs> for the awards, guy. but um, for people putting people's wives' names in their mouth and shit like that. We're gonna, <laughs> we'll, but we'll get we'll get to that in a bit. We've got some great movies to review as well, and we're going to have a wee a small tribute to the man Bruce right. Willis. But we'll we'll come to that. Um, I'm saying that as if he's dead, Keezy. Well, hello. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll have a wee tribute to Bruce Willis. God rest him. But, <laughs> um, uh, we've got we've got a few more sections in the show as well. We'll get to them. When we come to them. So, Keezy. Now we've been waiting on this film coming out for a long time. Um, I snuck my son into the pictures to see this one. It was right. a fif- it was a fifteen. He should never have oh, been there. I, I broke the law for him, Keezy. I broke, I broke the law so that Kean could see the Batman. Now, oh, brilliant. the trailers leading up to it was brilliant. It looked, it looked tremendous. It's the, the right kind of mood for a Batman movie. Um, overall, I was I loved the film. It, it's not without its flaws, though. Um, but it's absolutely smashing it at the box office. It's done over $700 million now. Which is, is it? which is incredible, right. especially in the climate that we're in just now, and with the fact that yeah. it's not been it's not been released in China either. So, okay? if all it right. was re- if it was released in China, you're probably looking at the highest grossing movie of all time when you think about <laughs> it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, I the Batman. Let's let's have a wee talk about it. We 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 seen it as well, Keezy, but we never went together. Um, no. Uh, I went uh, to the showcase and I was telling you that uh, the first time I went to the, sh- the new showcase, I didn't realise that the chairs were lazy boys. So I should have <laughs> made up for that blunder this time. Yeah, thank down you. like a yo-yo on them. Oh, I would like to have been sitting next to you, man. That would have been my nightmare. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Keen and I went, who, who did we go with, Keen? Is it just me and you? I it was. It was just me and Keen. Sorry, I'm I'm talking as if uh, you can hear what Keen's saying here, but he's he's sitting <laughs> playing the PlayStation. He's out of surgery two days ago. His knees all strapped up like like Kieran Tierney's. You wouldn't believe it, but the boy was uh, up, up and walking about after uh, half an hour. No bother. What a guy! Like what a the guy. warrior he is. Absolutely, I've raised him in the oh. raised him in the the shape of myself. I right. Anyway, <laughs> so. We went to see Batman, snuck him in. I love it because people were feared to ask our age. It always, <laughs> ha- it always happened when I was a kid as well. I can't see Scream when I was 14. Right? And, <laughs> <laughs> and, they're scared to, and they're scared to offend you by asking your age. It's brilliant. Anyway, so we get in. We've got, we've got our sweeties. We've got our juice and all that. And the movie starts. And it, right for the start, it's, you're not getting any of this... Uh, origin story shite no. anything like that you're straight in it's Batman for the beginning of the movie right to the very end and it's more of a detective movie this time I think uh, I think everybody uh, that's seen it would agree it was kind of along the lines of, it was like a kind of like a cop procedural drama at times but there was some ex- excellent action scenes in it as well but the fight scenes in it were were really really fucking violent 
At no point does he is he referred to as Batman until like well on into the movie. Everybody calls him Vengeance, which was right. which, which was a bit a bit. You're like, come on now. He's, he's Batman. He's, <laughs> and in Gotham, in Gotham, he's bearing in mind this is year two as well. In Gotham, right. he's he's already been about for a year, so people would know, people would know him as Batman. So that was one of the things I was like, ah, ah come on now. He's leaning too much into this kind of thing, but aye, the vengeance thing, aye. It was it was great. I thought uh, Zoe Kravitz. I thought Zoe, she, Zoe Kravitz. She was excellent in it as well. Oh, she was great. But for me, I think uh, Colin Farrell probably stole the show. Uh, everybody, everybody was raving about uh, Paul Dano, but he was good. Dano he, was good. He wasn't. He wasn't the Riddler, but wasn't he not? No, no. He was more no. like a he was more like a maybe a calendar man kind of thing or something along the lines, but he, he wasn't the Riddler that, that we know in in our familiar way. No. And I can understand why they've tried to kind of veer away from the Jim Carrey caricature kind of Riddler, but oh, definitely, aye, it would never have suited the the type of film no, I'm going for. But it, it I thought he was good. But I Colin Farrell was was great. He was underused. I thought. I I agree, and he's apparently he's getting his own TV show as the Penguin. <laughs> so sign me up, man! And I really enjoyed oh, I... his performance. And for a Batman movie, it's kind of much of the same as we've seen. They've put their own kind of spin on it. It's a bit more grungy. The soundtrack was brilliant. Aye, uh, Aye definitely. And <laughs> you know the the says that all oh, Glasgow was was actually Gotham City. Gotham City was actually Glasgow. You're like, oh, that's brilliant. And then you find out that they used Glasgow because they wanted Gotham to look as shit as possible. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm proud to be Scottish. Say, what? What did you say? What? <laughs> yeah, bastards. Aye, but it was great. It was, it was enjoyable. People that are Batman fans are going to love it. People that are fans are like, uh, like, one order and shit like that are, are going to enjoy it as well <laughs> that but, was the side that I, I loved um, so the first two hours of the movie when you're following the, the, you're him trying to solve the case and work out who who's who and all that I was like I'm totally in here this is this is ver- this is on the verge of greatness this film right. but when it finished I was like alright aye that was good uh, do you not think the ending was all kind of crammed into a wee 20 minute spot or something? I, the- I, I didn't think for a three hour movie that we invested in, I don't think we got a payoff. No, I know what you mean, but I think the payoff will come with the sequels. Or as I would uh, like as I would like to see I'd like to see a prequel, especially with the fact that spoiler alert potentially, um wait five uh, seconds wait five seconds trips, five Four, three, two, one. I with the Joker already being an Arkham. You want Aye. to you want to find out how he got there. You want to find out, especially with the the deleted scene that's been released on YouTube. You want Aye. to see how he became. For want of a better phrase, we want to know how he got these scars. <laughs> you know what I mean? You do, and that was that would be a good idea. Uh, so a prequel, either that or a sequel, just with kind of flashbacks as to how it happened. You know, I either the name would work, and it's definitely what people want. And I, I just I felt I felt like that the, once it gets to the once they make everything they want to make about this story, 
it'll all come together and it'll be all, it'll be regarded a as a masterpiece. But for I, the first film and for three hours, I want send your audience home happy. I'll, I'll ask you this, uh, Keezy, right? I'll ask you this. Go up a shark or something. But <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, get your shark repeller out, Batsy. Uh, <laughs> I'll ask you this question, right? And I don't know, don't take this as a slight on the movie, but is there any anything, that, can you remember anything about it? Does anything jump out at you? Is Oh, that was amazing. No, there's a horror thing. Apart from what you were saying there was a spoiler there. there's nothing really that we can talk about the film that's really that big a spoiler really is and do you know what somebody pointed out to me the other day the riddler's like oh how did you find me how did you find me I found you because you left all these clues every crime you've done you <laughs> left me a clue do you know what I mean that's the downfall of the riddler do you know for, for, him being such, <laughs> for him being such a smart guy why don't you just do the crime and no leave a clue and then you'll get away with it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, a good point as well. Um, no, you're right. Is there is there a big moment in the film that stands above the rest? Not really, but overall, there's not there's not really much in the film that you like. For example, if you if you're talking about the Dark Knight, you can talk about the Joker crashing the party and chucking your woman out the window and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Right. But there's, there's really nothing in this Batman movie that stands out as a, no. a, scene, a scene where you go, oh, that was brilliant. Aye, an iconic iconic scene. Aye, maybe, maybe the car chase with the penguin, that was pretty cool. Well, that was a good scene. But then I again, guess. you've seen it all in the trailer. So, right. I, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. Maybe over the course of the however many movies they make of this, it'll be considered... A masterpiece, but right now for me, it's I would I would go three and a half out of five. Right, aye, that's what I, I gave it as well. Because at one point I was like, ah, "This is brilliant," but I just felt the last hour dropped. Um, but I still definitely worth watching if you like all the other Batman's. You're not, you're still going to like it, ain't you? Aye, definitely. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you was, what did you think of Pattinson as Batman? I thought he was great. I thought he was absolutely uh, superb as Bruce Wayne. I always, always try my best to separate the two performances when I watch Batman and when I watch Superman. Right? And I thought, do, you like, do you like him as Bruce Wayne as well? Aye, because what you need to remember is this, it's a young Bruce Wayne. He's just first come back. You know what I mean? When you look at uh, Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne, although you're, you're getting the origin story, you're not really getting him as a young guy because Christian Bale didn't look like a young guy when he was making the movies no. but I think Robert Pattinson still has that youthful look about him and I like the right, fact okay. that, there's, that there's no there's no voice change either because that gives him a chance to expand the character and ex- expand his performance as well going forward but people maybe will only understand that but again when you watch it from start to finish you'll see the, the growth of the, the character and the two characters technically Batman and Bruce Wayne so Aye, and right. I really I thought he was great as well I think he proved there was a few people still doubting him but he proved them all wrong I think do you know, do you know what mate I've learned not to judge anything until I see it because and I, it's all pretty much been down to Batman movies because like I remember uh, when Heath Ledger got announced as the Joker I was like what 
<laughs> the, guy, the guy out of 10 things I hate about you The guy that doesn't know how to quit people Do you know what I mean and, and then when it came down to it We all know Well it was an Oscar worthy performance He won the Oscar for it So um, I thought uh, Andy Serkis was good as, as, uh, He was Alfred. in the as well though I know but I think you'll see more of him Going forward Aye aye in the, in the Batman, the, the cinematic Batman universe, right? We've never seen an Alfred that is like Alfred for the comics. We've always had old Alfreds, you know what I mean? Aye, so Andy aye. Serkis is a young guy. We've seen a young Alfred in, Goth- uh, in Gotham, the TV show, aye. right? And he was a major part of that show, and he was brilliant. Um, Sean Pertwee played uh, Alfred in... In Gotham, and he was excellent in Gotham, but it's going to be a good scene because Alfred's going to have to get, he's going to be called to get his hands action. Aye, exactly. So, having a younger guy that can, and it's not an old dithering Egypt like the original Batman movies, or (laughs) or even uh, Michael Caine, who an amazing actor, but let's be honest, if if he was attacked, he'd fall over like a fucking domino. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So it, it's going to be good to see that. Um, and I'm just looking forward to what they do with the villains because if I'm if I'm the movie maker, right, there's two ways I would go. I would either go the sequel, right, where, uh, sorry, the prequel, where you get the Joker story, or keep the Joker in Arkham, right, and have right. Ba- Batman going in the way they did in the in the deleted scene and have the Joker help him along, like explain why these people are doing it until such times as there's the big Arkham breakout and then it's Batman versus the Joker is the is right, the final piece right. of the puzzle. It could be a slow build up to a, a big exactly. finale. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good thing. You know what either, I mean? I, either of that is exciting, isn't it? That's what we want. Yep, exactly, mate. Sounds good, eh? <laughs> But for this film now, it's a three and a half. It's not right. quite there, but it's good. Definitely. So, Batman, we've both went for a three and a half. If you add them together, that's seven out of ten. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're moving on. We're moving on. Another movie that we both watched that everybody who's listening has probably watched by now because it's a Netflix movie. Um, it's the return of Ryan Reynolds as Ryan Reynolds and <laughs> The Adam Project. Now, I'm I'm all for Ryan Reynolds. I, I love him. I think he's great. Uh, going back to like Free Guy and stuff like that, it's, this is pretty much more of the same kind of a. But Aye. it's a it's a time travel movie. Um, so again, if you've everybody will have seen it. But what what was your thoughts on it, Keezy? Well, that's it's a time travel movie with Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, and <laughs> sign me up. Uh, <laughs> If you'd read the pictures, you'd be like, oh, that was, it was all right. But because you're just sitting watching Netflix, it, it does the job of, uh, that you want for a Netflix movie. But exactly. you said there that Ryan Reynolds is back as Ryan Reynolds, which you're right, and it's great because his last Netflix movie, he wasn't even Ryan Reynolds. It was like a shitty clone. It just had, uh, it wasn't trying the leg. That film was that the, the one rock. with The Rock? Oh, it was awful. And he, you could tell that he's, he just wasn't interested in it. Nah, I know. So I... You could tell that he actually cared about this film. Because mm-hmm. the wee guy in it was brilliant as well. He was brilliant. So he was really good. Um, he's it, not, he's, not, he's not Jacob Tremblay, but he's good. No, no, no. <laughs> but for his first ever film, he was he was good. 
Is that his first acting job? Aye, aye. Really? He, by I the way, he, sure, was, he was good. He was good. Um, and what, do you know what? We've all met that wee guy. We've all met that wee <laughs> wise cracking fucking lippy wee bastard. And I'll be honest with you, I, <laughs> I think it was me. I think I was that wee guy. But uh, Keen was asking me, he's not seen it yet. Keen was saying, does he do a good job of playing Ryan Reynolds? And he really does. The wee guy does a great job. You can imagine oh, that's what Ryan that. Reynolds would have been. Now, I'm going. I'm going to point out a couple of flaws about this movie as well, right? The first, the first one is the the bullies never got their comeuppance. Aye, I was going to say that as well. Right, that annoyed uh-huh. the life out of me. They built to us and built to us, and Ryan Reynolds is saying, "No, you need to, you need to go up and fight him. You need to go up and fight him." And I'm thinking, well, that must be a form of part of his youth. You know, what I mean, that must be a, a big part of what made him what he is today, oh, kind of thing. Aye, aye. And then nothing ever comes here. No, you're, you're like, uh, come on, man. I know, and it's an easy, it's an easy payoff because we all want these wee assholes to get their comeuppance, and it doesn't happen. You're, there's two things I love watching on the on the internet on YouTube. It's people getting scared, like frights, like folk jumping out and people and them getting a fright. And the other one <laughs> is is bullies getting their comeuppance. I love it. <laughs> I love seeing it. Right, and. I was waiting for it and waiting for it and I'm thinking to myself, right, it's got to be coming up now and then there's a whole, the whole crescendo in the movie, the the end, the end part of the movie and everything I'm thinking, right, maybe maybe it'll just be like a wee bit at the end, never comes at all and that that annoyed me a bit to be honest with you because like I say, everybody loves to see these diddies getting their heads smashed in. But um, the other thing as well is He's, the house got wrecked, right? And his mum was on her way back home. You're, you're not going to tell me that... Like, it never even went to her being worried about her son being away. You know what I mean? <laughs> now... This is a... I thought they were going for a Back to the Future moment when they're in the bar and he's talking about... I know he loves you and all that and... Uh, when he's talking to what is it, Jennifer Garner, is it? Is it Jennifer Garner? He's talking to her and she's like, oh, my husband had a jacket just like that. And I'm like, she's not going to try and fire into him here, is she? And I'm so, <laughs> I'm so glad that they that they stayed away for that. I, I really am so glad that they stayed away for it. But overall... They, they, did, they did follow a wee bit if they feel their dreams, I'd say. You think? Aye, uh, hey Dan, you want to fling catch? I definitely feel the dreams. Do I feel the dream down or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I enjoyed aye, it, Casey. It was, a, it was a good way aye, to spend an hour and a half. Um, aye. And like I said, I, I like Ryan Reynolds when he's when he's on song. He's a he's a good actor. He's a you know what you're getting with him. You know you're going to laugh. And it's getting to the point where it's the same movie over and over again and Hello. you know that he's, you know that he's got more to offer you know what I mean because aye, yes, aye. this character is pretty much Deadpool without the mask on you know what I mean <laughs> like see his wee wisecracks and all that it's all it's, it's just like Deadpool in it but um, there's the special effects and everything in this film and the villains in it were good as well aye, the, the full cast in that were great as well and, I'm like at the whole time aye, they- Casey the whole time, where do I know her for? 
Where they're the Orphy? Where the big, the the big body woman? Then on the main. Ah, yeah, Catherine Keener. I could not place her, and then right at the very end of the film, I was like, forty-year-old virgin. That is for an Orphy. So is, uh, so she is. Uh, She's probably been in a hundred other movies, but that's what I'm. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, she's she's a she's a great actress as well. Ah, it was it's one of the better Netflix movies I've seen for a while. Just an enjoyable. It's an action film. It's a time it's, travel. It's an film. enjoyable romp. Aye, <laughs> you're not going to hate it, are you? You're no, not no, not at all. No. Not at all. It's, and we've not even spoken about Matt Ruffalo. Matt Ruffalo's in it for mo- for most of the film, um, and he's great in it. And oh, aye. I like the fact that there wasn't any. No, you can't be my son. You can't be my son. It was when they walk into the lecture hall. He's like. Ah. All right, man. What are you doing here for the future? Straight away. <laughs> because obviously he's what he's working on the, the time travel theory. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And, and straight away he's like, is this time travel? They're like, ah, he's like, so it, it really exists, you know? And that would, I think that would be a scientist's reaction. You know? Aye. Aye, I thought was... his relationship with the both of them was so good. They were so nurturing to the younger version. And he wanted to not fuck out the older version for because he's. <laughs> but uh, aye, there's a there's a few tear jerking moments in it as well. Um, aye, there is. Aye. If you've not seen it, it, like like I say, it's a it's an enjoyable way to spend an hour and a half. Um, it, if you have seen it, let us know what you think. You thought about it. Thought about it as well. Uh, hit us up on social aye. media. You know we're on uh, Instagram and Twitter, so yeah, you know where to get us. And Keezy boy. We'll move on now. No, in fact, no, we've not, oh, we've we'll not, we'll we'll not rated it. We've we'll not rated it. <laughs> I'll get, uh, I'll get two and a half out of five. Aye, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll give it a three. Yeah, three, three out of five. Yeah. Right, okay, dog. So that's a uh, five and a half out of ten. <laughs> 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 Moving okay. on, Keezy, Do you want to go with your movie first, or do you want to go with my movie first? Uh, we'll get, we'll get mine out the road first. Then. Nobody really wants to hear about this. <laughs> uh, so this one is West Side Story the remake Steven Spielberg and it's on Disney Plus remake of the 1961 classic like, I'm a big fan of West Side Story and the reason is is remember the USA World Cup 1994 remember the I bought that. The BBC released that as a single, and I bought it. Never that, that thing blew me away. It was like, what is this? It was amazing. Like years, it wasn't until years later that it was that I realised it was for West Side Story. So that's when I watched the film and liked it. But that's the scene in the original film that's disappointing. Right. And so when I heard that Spielberg was a uh, director, I was like, like, all he needs to do is get that is, scene right. Is give it its big grand spectacle moment, and he fucking knocks it out of the park. Of that course, he does. It's amazing. It's the best scene in the film by thousands of miles, and that's really all he had to do. Everything else is just like he should have just made a short for short remake, and it would have been perfect. But it does make a couple of changes. But no, that was that was the scene for me, and that's what won her uh, Adriana De Bossa. Uh, she plays um, Anita, and she won the, the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. Right. And, and 
she's the main person in that scene as well. So I think that was a big part of why she got it, but she's brilliant in it. Um, so I was happy she won. She won the Oscar. Um, and the lassie that that's the lassie, the woman that played originally played Anita was Rita Moreno. Right. And she won the Oscar in nineteen sixty one for the same cat for playing the same character. And she's in this film is like they they wrote a, a part for her. I love she's that. Throwing in it and all. I love it when they do um, that. She when they, yeah, when they, they made her, they made her, they basically made her the heart and soul of the film. Actually, Aye. Uh, it was class. Um, so that's they've joined the club. So you've got so that there's only three times that's happened that two people have won our Oscars for playing the same character. He, Heath, uh, Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix. Aye. And these two. Oh, ho, ho. These two. And, and, and two others. Who's the two others? Oh, wait a minute. Aye, Robert De Niro and uh, Aye, you're right. Aye, Godfather. Aye. De Niro and Brando. Um, so, aye, what a club to be a party for that. I don't know if anybody out there is going to watch West Side Story, but it's brilliant. If you've never seen it, it's definitely worth a watch. Maybe worth just firing that scene on where it sounds it, to be honest with you. Well, Disney, have put, Disney have put that scene on YouTube, so you can just go on YouTube and watch it. There we go. <laughs> so it's, I would actually just do that. It's brilliant. Uh, America, <laughs> what a tune. It's a great song. Is it cast an etch and all that? Do you know that's a big Broadway extravaganza tune, that one, isn't it? Aye, but in the original film, it was all just done in the person's bedroom. There was aye. so it was like that. so I was just, so this one he takes it out into the street and all that, and it's a big. All the folk in the street are dancing about and all that. In the oh, film. Aye. Uh, <laughs> I, I say, get him. That's what you're wanting for your musical, and let's be honest. Aye, definitely. <laughs> yeah, you're not watching a musical. You see some woman sitting on a bed singing about wanting to go to America. Get out there, <laughs> get out there, and make it happen, woman. <laughs> 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 Super. Uh, so <laughs> I'll I'll rate this one four four out of five. Oh, you're getting it a four, right? Aye. Well, I can't rate it, so that is uh, four out of five. Four out of ten. Four <laughs> no, out of ten. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll let you have my vote, so it's eight out of ten. All right. <laughs> uh, so West Side Story. Keezy gives it four out of ten. No, four out of five, sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, and that, that will bring us on to the last review um, of this episode. And it's I went to see Jackass Forever at the pictures, mate. And Where did you go? Aye. I went, went with Sammy and our two pals to see it. And I laughed my fucking ass off for the minute the film started until the minute it finished. It is <laughs> brilliant. Honestly, uh, it's brilliant. It's, if you've seen any of the Jackass movies, you know what you're going to You're going to see Willie's flailing about. There's folk going to be doing jobbies. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's folk going to be getting shot out of cannons. There's folk going to be getting flung up in the air off of bulls. And this does not disappoint. Some of the stunts in this movie are outrageous. Absolutely <laughs> outrageous. There's no any storyline there. Or anything so no. I can't I can't really get into the acting performances or anything like that. It's more or less a documentary, let's be honest. A documentary following <laughs> eight absolute idiots doing yeah, I... idiotic things, but but fuck does it keep you entertained and there's not a lull in it whatsoever. Um and oh. it's just one of the ones where if you went to see it with a group of your mates, 
you just know how everybody's going to react. You know what I mean? Uh, and there's certain and you're also points. sitting there trying to wait to see what's going to come next. Yep, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, and, <laughs> and there's, I missed wee bits yet because I was laughing so hard at the bits that came before it. It's really, really funny. It's really funny. However, there is a scene in it where you just would not believe Honestly, you wouldn't believe it, right? <laughs> so what they do is, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you anyway because even me describing it, it's not going to be able to touch on how funny this actually is, right? So <laughs> they get together, they go in, and they they bring in a snake handler, right? And the snake handler says he's got a let's just say a black mamba or something, <laughs> and and he's and he's tub, right? So he takes it out, and sure enough, it's it's a real fucking snake. It's, it's real, right? <laughs> but they put it they put it back in the box, right? And then they turn the lights off, right? <laughs> they turn. The- <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. Think about it, right? Because if you see their reactions, every one of them is the same reaction, right? So they turn the lights off, but the snake handler takes the actual snake away, right? But then. They make a noise as if what like, the guys fell in the tub has been opened <laughs> and the snakes get out, right? You've got the the uh, the lights, what do you call it? The what do you call it when you can see in the dark the Oh my god, how can we not remember this? It's uh, night vision. Night vision, that's the one, right? So it's uh, <laughs> you can see oh, it in, you can see it in night vision, right? Easy, honest to God, man. Like, there's there's somebody in the room with them and going up and like just slightly touching their shoulders and stuff like that, right? And these they're, they're freaking out, mate. Right? They're freaking out. So one of them, one of them eventually realizes that there's a door that they can get out, of, right? So they open the door, but everywhere's pitch black, right? So they know that they're going to find this door. So when they open the door and they run in, there's fucking uh, tasers and everything hanging for the ceiling. So when they run, when they run out, of, when they run out of the room that they think the snakes in, they run into a worse situation completely. <laughs> but you need to see this, right? Because I nearly had to be resuscitated, mate. I nearly had to be resuscitated. But uh, Johnny Knoxville would nearly get killed making this. He, had, he actually had a brain hemorrhage, right? Oh my he, he got hurt with the bull that hard. He broke his ankle, broke his wrist, and a few days after he got out of the hospital, he had a brain hemorrhage. And I've just watched him getting his head kicked off at WrestleMania. So that guy just that guy's getting no fucking regard for his own safety whatsoever. Unbelievable. I I love that match. I was was going to fast forward it until I saw you you and Muzz were like that was brilliant. I was like, what? It was, it was, it was (laughs) you know what? It was so much fun, honestly. And it just they guys they you could just put them on the telly doing anything and I would watch it. I think I just right. I love them and I think it's because it reminds me of all of us. Like there's there's one every different jackass character you could match up to one of us. I've been a fan ever since it started on the telly and that was nearly thirty years ago. Well, it's, it's twenty years ago since Jackass the movie came out. Right? Do you know what Jeez. I mean? So, it, what a, what a mental way to spend your your life but <laughs> they, they do it for our entertainment and I just off my cap to them and for me I'm going to give Jackass right. 4 out of 5 definitely I loved it man I loved it good stuff brilliant That's, that was hilarious 
I kind of need to watch it now. I know, <laughs> mate, it's on. It's, I mean, uh, you'll probably get it at some point in the future uh, via legal means. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will pay fifteen ninety nine on Amazon Prime to Abs- watch it. You should do that, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on now. And what do you want to do? Do you want to talk about the... The Oscars, Keith. We'll, we'll, we'll go for the Oscars, aye. We talk about the Oscars, right? So let's dispense with the the elephant in the room. Will Smith <laughs> made a rip roaring and arse here at aye, the Oscars. He absolutely did. But he was aye. laughing his ass off until he turned around and seen her face. And then he gets up after everything that this woman's done to him publicly. And she's <laughs> managed to make a dick of him again. Aye. What is going on with Will Smith, man? I know. He's, he completely overcompensated because he laughed. Aye, he probably that, felt terrible and felt he had to do something. Exactly. Uh, but, do you know what? And I think I've said it to you, Keezy, before, but if that's anybody else up on that stage, he does not go up and do that. No way. No. And it hats off to Chris Rock because he was the absolute epitome of professionalism. He kept Aye. going. He made a joke out of it. He says, oh, come on, it was a, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Fair enough. Now, it, it was a G.I. Jane joke. And see if you can't take a joke. Like, for example, I've watched, I've, the other day, it just popped up on my, my Facebook and it was Ricky Gervais's greatest put-downs of people when he's been uh, hosting the Grammys and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Some of the things he said he deserves are doing. But people take it in the, in the manner in which it's delivered. And see Jada, uh-huh. see Jada Pinkett Smith, she is a horrible bastard, a woman. And right. you're, not, you're not going to hear me saying any different. There isn't one word of sympathy or, or there's nothing about her no. other than get ready, her. Aye, exactly. <laughs> now, he's come out and apologised, right? Fair enough, you've apologised over social media. No, be a, be the bigger man. If you're a big enough man to stand up and slap a guy in the face, you should be a big enough man to stand in front of him and apologise for doing it. Right? right. So he, he's not without blame here either, Keezy. But... The guy, oh, no, no. I used to love Will Smith. Uh, Curry will tell you, like, me and Curry used to get steaming and put on Will Smith fucking albums. Know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody's ever done that in their entire life apart from me and Curry. <laughs> Nobody. He's been so far down in my estimation. It's embarrassing <laughs> to see it, to see what he's turned in. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, I digress. See, see what happened. See when I woke up on the Monday morning. Aye. And I looked at my phone, you were the first, you were the only person that text me and you said, Will Smith, dot, 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 we need to do an episode. So I was like, ah, Is he oh, dead? Beauty. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, your beauty, he's won the Oscar, that's great. Chris seems to be a bit more excited about it than I thought he would. And then I googled it, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I originally thought it was a work. I thought he was kidding on it. Because the noise, but I realised the noise was his elbow hitting... Uh, Chris Rock's uh, lapel mic, so right, that, okay. that's what that's what the noise was. But Chris Chris Rock, man, uh, he, like I say, you've got to doff your cap to him because the guy took it. By the way, I'll tell you something: he fucking took it. Lesser, <laughs> lesser, lesser men would have been in their ass. I'll tell you that <laughs> now. But did you see Chris Rock's brother doing the bit about it? Chris Rock's brother's a, no. a stand-up comedian, but he he done a, a stand-up set not long after, well, a couple of days after it, and he, was, he says, I tell you this now, if he had have come up on the stage with me, more or less, we would be we would be having a memorial. <laughs> we would be having a memorial for Will Smith. 
you know what I mean? But, <laughs> it's not that as well. It's the way he, when he turns around, he walk away. It's as if, uh, you know, like, uh, that's him telling me more. The slap, the slap was bad enough, but see the way he was talking to him. Like, what the hell was that all about? Especially at the that? Oscars, Keezy. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's the, that's the height, the absolute pinnacle of, of the, the movie business. And he's treating it as if he's down in Beth Park. You know what I mean? It's, just, it's, just it's Peter Nyong'o's uh, reaction. She was sitting behind him. Aye. Her eyes were really came out of her head. I, and by the way, she wasn't. She didn't react badly until he swore either. And it was aye, the same. It was the same aye. with Meryl Streep as well. It seemed like, I think everybody in the crowd thought it was a work as well until he sat down aye. and started cursing and swearing. <laughs> I cannot believe that you're right. That the actual is. His language after it was worse than the actual actor slapping Chris Rock in the face. Uh, I mean, Christ, I swear all the bloody time, but hearing the, the, the anger out of his mouth and the way he was doing it, I was like, what the hell is that all about? I know, but like, I, could you imagine if it was The Rock that was hosting that and not Chris Rock? Will Smith would be dead. Exactly. No, but the thing is, yeah. Will, Will Smith wouldn't have got up on a stage for a start, right? Oh, and, no, no chance. And they're got no right to be slagging MD about being baldy either. So, <laughs> maybe, maybe just get it all to host the Oscars the next time, eh? Because he's never winning one, that's for fucking certain. The other thing it was, it showed you all the people in the crowd's reactions. Aye. And uh, the, the, uh, everybody seemed everybody shocked that. Uh, uh, the slap, but Nicole Kidman seems to be witnessing somebody getting mauled by a great white shark. Did you see what do you call not not Ryan Gosling? Who's the other one? He's in Twenty One Jump Street with with Jonah Hill. What do you call him? Uh, did you see his reaction? No. He just he just started pissing himself laughing. So he did. <laughs> <laughs> I so unfortunately that incident overshadowed the whole event. But uh, let's uh, talk. Let's talk about some of the winners. Eh? Um, uh, Keezy, the best uh, best movie. You called it. Right. You you called it. You <laughs> said it in your review. Coda won best movie. Children of Deaf Adults. Um, and I've still Probably. not seen it yet. But I need to. Oh, I, need I still can't get him to watch it. Even it's won the Oscar. I still can't get him to watch it. I'll tell you this now. I've not seen any of the films that were nominated. Not one. And I usually, no. I usually try and watch every film that's been nominated in the lead up to the Oscars. But I'll tell you why I didn't, because I didn't fucking know the Oscars were, were coming up until that's <laughs> until that Sunday night. I'm the only one that still cares about the Oscars. So to hear everybody talk about it again, I'm delighted. Uh, well, that's, that was originally <laughs> my thought. I was like, they're trying to get this into the news. They're trying to get any of the news Aye. and try and. Nah, sure enough, Will Smith uh, resigned for the Academy and all that. How he, was a, how he was a member of the Academy in the first place, I'll never bloody <laughs> know. See, when Denzel had to step up and say, he got in between the two of them at one point, and you're like, that's, that's the guy you want to be, to be standing up there holding the, holding the Oscar. Not, and Samuel L. Jackson gets a fucking Oscar as well. It's, it, you know my feelings on Samuel. And, <laughs> No wonder he's got an Oscar. See when you have seventeen thousand movies under your belt, the odds, <laughs> the odds, the odds must get shorter and shorter. Are you winning an Oscar every bloody year? <laughs> 
but <laughs> it's, when you look at it right the, the best supporting actor was Samuel L. Jackson am I right was the best supporting actor he got no he won like a lifetime achievement award was it a lifetime achievement show one aye the support actor was, your, was the guy for Coda. So it was, aye. That, you know that what? was a moment. His yeah. speech was amazing, man. Talking about his, about his dad. He I, says my dad was the best sign language guy in the family, but then he was in a car crash and he was paralysed for the neck down, so he couldn't do sign language anymore. But like, this, this one's for you. I hope you're looking down on me and all that. And the audience weren't clapping. They were flashing their, their oh, fingers. Oh, at that one. So, oh, That's brilliant. Crazy. See for tears. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing, I don't know who the hell's idea this was, but did you see who presented the the Oscar for best film? You know what? I've only seen the the results and the bit where Chris Chris Rock gets slapped. So uh, you need you need film in. It was Liza Minnelli. Oh my god! But mate, she's she's. It was the sorriest sight you've ever seen, man. She's she was in a wheelchair. She didn't know where she was, and it was she was supposed to be presenting it. And then Lady Gaga kind of noticed, like she can't do this. So Aye. Lady Gaga stepped in, and she was amazing, with her, man. It Aye. was it was brilliant. And it says, right, we're going to show you like, the clips of the the, the nominated films. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they they could they knew that people could hear them. And Lady Gaga said to her. But don't worry, I've got you. And she says, I know you have. Thanks very much. Yeah, that was a wee again, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. So sad, man. I know. And then I know. she announced who'd won the film and everybody erupted. Mm-hmm. She got a fright of life. Uh, she should not have been there, man. It was sad. Uh, <laughs> I get, she, she probably shouldn't have been there if she was able-bodied. I don't know. But if she's, do you know what I mean? She's If she's... If she's as bad as you say, uh, I, I feel. Uh, do you remember that? No, that puts me in mind. Do you remember um, they got Billy McNeil to do the Champions League draw? Uh, just as, he, uh, just as he, uh, his dementia had set in, and he couldn't get the balls open or anything like that. And you're sitting there oh, wanting the world was, to swallow you up. You know what I mean? So it, oh, it's exactly the same as that. It's it's horrible. Who who's allowing that? I know. I mean, honestly, Lady Gaga was phenomenal. There, um, I. But the other thing, the actual... <laughs> did you see Liam Payne's interview? Aye. <laughs> What's he doing now? What's he the Oscars for? I know. Like, acting I, I like a fucking musician? <laughs> the last year there was a star in West Side Story at Rachel Ziegler. She played Maria. Uh-huh. She never even got invited to the Oscars. And Liam Payne was there in the... Tyler Perry was in the audience. Wesley Snipes. Hallelujah! Uh, well, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes is there because coming to America too was nominated for an Oscar. And I know, what you, and I know you're laughing, and I know everybody that's sitting listening to us is just had a wee laugh there. But it actually was. It was nominated for best costume design. Also, right. also, it was the thirtieth anniversary. Of White men can't jump as well. So it was Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson, and uh, what do you call the Woody Harrelson's girlfriend in it again. Oh. The, the, uh, what's her name again? Uh, Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez, aye. Aye, but that's, uh, that's the reason why they were there. But Tyler Perry, I don't, was Tyler Perry in Coming to America too? No? I don't think so. Don't know how you get it. I don't know how Liam Payne was there and he made an RC cell. Aye, totally. as much as Bill Smith. He managed, to, he managed to get in the fact that he had sold out Madison Square Garden in his interview. Did aye. you see that? 
I was name dropping left me. Oh, I used to live next door to Will Smith and oh I make Chris Rock backstage when we sold out Madison Square Garden. Aye, I know. <laughs> Good on you, mate. <laughs> Aye, right, ride that wave because it's coming to a fucking shuddering oh, hall. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> right, so one wee last thing about the Oscars before we I bore everybody to death. Um when I was watching it and I was like oh, Everybody just gets offended to be in nowadays, right? And then as soon as I said that, Kevin Costner came up. He was trying to bring about a class back to the awards. It was just after the slap. Right. And he made an amazing speech about the power of a director has. It not only can change opinions and mindsets, but it can change lives, right? It was a brilliant speech. And then Jane Campion won Best Director and came on, up on stage and up to him and went, thanks for that, Kevin. That was a bit dramatic. And laughed in his face. I'm like, you fucking bitchy! I'll find you! <laughs> <laughs> then, listen, you see, when you've done dances with Wilson, that's when you can talk, alright? <laughs> it costs it the cost now. He's still a legend. Still a legend and always oh, will aye. be. <laughs> aye, he, he looked a bit upset with it as well, but not as upset as I was. <laughs> it's not as if Costner wrote the fucking speech either no? I mean it's it's obviously written for him and it's on a no, he, did. he was talking about his life he was talking about going to the pictures and that as a wee boy and things like oh, that right. so he, he actually wrote it then since then I've heard that she called Sam, Sam Elliott a bitch and she said and she downplayed the Williams sisters achievements because they only done it against other women well she's well she's beaten men who yeah, is this woman I know. Well, she did, she, did she win? Crazy. Did she win best director? Aye. For for what? For the power of the dog. The power of the dog. Yeah, I, I need Aye. to watch that as well. But in oh, fact, God, you know what? Aye, you're right. I'm not watching it. She's like Samuel. He's a cowboy, but he's an actor, and that's it. Like, shut up. Wait a minute. I've just realised that you you said she slides Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's got more fucking talent than his moustache in this cow's got. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Anyway, this this is fastly becoming the most misogynistic episode of a show that we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, ladies. This isn't the baby speaking real life. This is just for jokes. <laughs> I'm raging at her. <laughs> so is that. She's managed to slag Costner and Sam Elliott too, the greatest men to ever strap on a pair of acting <laughs> shoes. Know what I mean? Oh, I'm gutted at that. I'm glad, I'm glad I don't know her name because I'd look her up on Facebook and get a piece of my mind. Anyway, <laughs> that, that brings our ridiculous review of the Oscars to a fucking close. <laughs> I think we only mentioned two people that won Oscars. Anyway, that doesn't matter. That's not matter. It's, it's a non-event now, the Oscars. And aye. Aye, let's tune in next week for our Razzies uh, review. <laughs> Any, anyway, so that will take us on to... Aye. We're going to go with Speaking of Razzies. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Razzies, we're going to go for our top five here now. <laughs> We, we would like to extend a heartfelt apology to a man who we love for the bottom of our heart, but we've given an absolute 
horrid time yet since we started doing the Great Scots Cinema Club podcast. <laughs> Bruce Willis is responsible for some of my favourite movies that I've ever watched. Bruce mm-hmm. Willis is also responsible for some of the worst films that I've ever watched <laughs> in my life as well. But I love Bruce Willis. I, I love him. It's, he never wrote the films. He just... No. Took a paycheck. Just said I hate them. <laughs> he just lifted the phone and says, "Ah, fuck it, I'll do it, man, I'll do it." <laughs> but we've recently found out that he's suffering from a, a major illness, which affects his his speech and uh-huh. and how he understands other people as well. Now this is cut short his career, and it, let's be honest, man. It, Every so often he finds in a great film, so he's going to to be missed. He's definitely going to be missed. Um, He's a Hollywood icon. He's the epitome of a superstar. He carries himself like a superstar. He's probably... uh, Do you know what? He he definitely is. He is the star of the best action movie that's ever been made. There you go. I'm putting it out there. Right? And I, I just love Bruce Willis, so... Keezy and I have decided that we're going to dedicate our top fives to Bruce Willis this, this week. Right. I think uh, they're probably going to be similar, but it gives us a chance to talk about these great films anyway. Uh, you'll, you'll never guess what films in my list. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, okay. So I'm going to start off, Keezy. Right, so um, number five on my list is a film that when I went to the cinema, I didn't really enjoy it. But I watched it again later on when I was a wee bit older and I think I appreciated it a lot more. Um, and it's unbreakable. It's Will Smith, Will Smith, fuck's sake, I'm Will Smith in the head. It's Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. And they are two sides of the one coin, right? Samuel L. Jackson's character can't walk five yards without breaking a bone or something like that whereas uh, uh, Bruce Willis's character is in he's in a train crash where every single person on the train dies and he walks away with it without a without a scratch on him so he's like indestructible where the name of the film comes from Un- Unbreakable if you've not seen it i definitely get a go it's a great film um, it's one of in my opinion one of uh, Willis's best so that was, right, okay. it was good to see him doing like a serious non-action kind of role as well aye I think I should watch that again I've watched it once and I quite liked it but not enough to ever watch it again but aye. maybe give it another go I, I would definitely get another go mate because it's it's definitely a film that's better on your second viewing right okay um, so number five so it was a film that We'd been waiting years and years for another Die Hard and we weren't getting anything. And then this film came out into the pictures and it looked kind of like it, like it could be a Die Hard film and it's called Hostage. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, have you seen I've that? Not, I've not seen it, mate, no. Hostage negotiator and obviously the film starts that one, one goes wrong and he makes an arse it and then he retires and all, he just becomes a beat cop. But then this situation is a rich family's uh, the guy and his kids, the two people have broken into their house and they're holding them hostage. And Bruce Willis is the second cop to to turn up and uh, he sees that it's a hostage situation and says, oh, I don't want anything to do with this. But then the, the, there's like the, the, guy's ho- the guy whose house it is is involved with a mob and the mob needs something in the house. So they kidnap Bruce Willis's wife and force him to go back and be the hostage negotiator for this so they, to give them time to get 
the, the MacGuffin that they need for the DVD or some shit. It's just a plot device, basically, to make this film that is basically that it could be a diehard <laughs> movie. Uh, and it served its purpose because I went to the pictures and there's like twists and turns and more twists and turns. It's, I don't even know if I can recommend it because I, I don't know what it'd be like and. The now, I think if you watch the like, what the hell? So you've got you've got good memories here, though. You've got good memories of watching it in the pictures, and that's what it's I'll, all about, man. Aye, I'm a lot of a lot of Bruce Willis movies. I've got good memories of a lot of them, but I can't remember a damn thing about them. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, aye, so <laughs> so hostage, hostage, uh, and at number five number for Keezy. Right, well, number four, I've went for Die Hard: The Avengers. Another okay. Samuel L. Jackson movie. <laughs> I don't know why I kid on I don't like Samuel L. Jackson. I fucking love Samuel L. Jackson. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> it's not the last Samuel L. Jackson movie in my list either. <laughs> oh, <my God>. oh, <laughs> it's going to be a Samuel L. Jackson top five for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> right, Die Hard with a Vengeance uh, Hans Gruber's brother comes back Right, John McLean I'm going to blow up schools all over the place Because you <laughs> chucked my brother out a window Right, now Again, it's just a plot device to get John McLean back on the telly right. And I'm all for it I was in, I love it It's a belter The second best Die Hard movie Easily the second best Die oh, Hard okay. movie uh, by, by, by the length of fucking Sucky Hall Street so <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance and at number four for Chris Toll great stuff um, number four for me is this the film that I quite liked the first time and then I did rewatch it and I loved it and he's great in it and his part that he plays at Sin City oh amazing film a brilliant film and he, he, he's a big part of why it's great I, I love mm. his the storyline we be him in a Jessica Alba's character as well, but he's great in it, and it's it's a, it's a brilliant film. And I enjoyed I enjoyed the sequel as well, and I just keep seeing Jessica Alba in the, in that club as we move on. And I, I, I start with our, uh, misogyny again. Of Keith, Jesus Christ, mate! You have it. You have us cancelled. That's right. Somebody's going to have to come up and keep their wife's names out of your mouth. Shortly. (laughs) (laughs) Number three for me is a film that I absolutely love. I love it. Bruce Willis isn't in it a lot, but it's definitely a Bruce Willis movie and it's Alpha Dog. And have you seen Alpha Dog, Keezy? Aye. What a film, man. It's a great film. Justin Timberlake kind of steals the show for me. Um, obviously, you've got uh, Anthony Yelchin as well, who is uh, sorry, oh. Anton Anton Yelchin, uh, a guy who would have went on to have a, an incredible career if he had, hadn't yeah. uh, passed away with that tragic accident. But um, that film, it's <laughs> a film that actually nearly had me green. There's there's bits in that movie where I'm, I'm just I'm kicking every ball with a wee guy like that. Just oh come on, don't don't do it, don't do it. Aye. And if any of you haven't seen it, look it up. It's I think it's on Netflix. I'm not hundred percent certain, right, but okay. it's a great film. Uh, was it Justin Timberlake's first film? I think it was. I think it was Aye. his first film, and he was excellent in it. 
He was really good, and I, I love Justin Timberlake as an actor. I, th- I thought I think he's very underrated, and he should definitely have been in and about the Oscars last year for Palmer, no doubt about right. it. But um, I Alpha Dog for me, number three, fantastic movie. Right, so here's where I start naming films that should that be higher up everybody's list. Uh, so number three on my list is Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction at number three, Keezy. <laughs> hand hand in your city world card, you scumbag. <laughs> it's an all-time classic. It's one of the greatest films ever made. And it reminded everybody that, went, that watched it, like, holy shit, Bruce Willis is awesome. I forgot about that. Aye, not just Bruce Willis. It brought, it brought back... Uh, oh, aye, aye. Oh, definitely. It, it reignited a few careers, but... Willis's was definitely one because before that he was making absolute trite. Um, this kind of reignited his career, but he was great in it. It's, a, it's Pulp Fiction. It's fucking brilliant. And it, I'm a wee bit disgusted with myself that it's at number three. You should be, but I'll get but you because, it. because <laughs> that now makes me realise what number two and number one are. Yeah. So <laughs> my number two it's Die Hard now Die Hard would be number one if Bruce Willis had not been in your number three <laughs> 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 I, I, I everybody knows what, what my number one is and what your number two right. and your number one is now but we'll, we'll go for it anyway uh, Die yeah, Hard I, let's just talk about Die Hard when we talk about Die Hard we always do we'll go for it aye, let's do it so, Die Hard is, I think, apart from Nightmare on Elm Street, I think Die Hard was the first 18 movie that I've ever seen. Right. And it was, it just encapsulates everything that a, an action movie should be. Aye. You know what I mean? It's like, you've got the guy that's trying his best to get back to his wife or get his have Christmas with his wife and then it's a, it's essentially it's planes, trains and automobiles with guns when you think about it, do you know what I mean? Once he gets back to his wife, you're right. Yeah, all he wants to do is get a holly on the mistletoe. That's all he wants to do and you know what, I think it was, was it you that says to me, Keezy, every time you go overseas now when you get into your hotel room you take your shoes and socks off? Is it you? No, that you've that done me? that, but I, I can't remember. <laughs> no. it, it told me that every time they go overseas now, they sit, the minute they get into their uh, their hotel room, they take their shoes and socks off, bare feet on the carpets, and thank God that they made it. Do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's just wee things like that because every every day it goes to LA, takes a picture in Akatomi Plaza because that building's still there, and it's still still the same as it was before, and it's just. Aye. It's a it's a pop culture icon, Die Hard. There's no doubt about it. It's like I said, I think it's the best action movie that's ever been made. And right. it's it shows you how simple it is. Just have a, a brilliant actor playing a baddie. It was a brilliant baddie and a an act a great actor playing a, a goodie. Line up a bunch of baddies for him to kill and it's right. so simple. Uh, who can we get? Who can we get to play this baddie? Why don't we get that big German ballet dancer? A German ballet <laughs> dancer? We can talk about. No, wait till you see this guy. 
it's the the every single role in that movie was cast absolutely perfectly. Every right. single one. Alan Rickman, superb. <laughs> probably and uh, Alan Rickman who who has had a, who had a career that spanned decades and played so many iconic characters. Hans Gruber is probably his his most iconic character that he ever played. And right. bearing in mind he played Professor Snape in probably <laughs> the most successful book franchise of all time. Even me, I always know him as Hans Gruber, even though he was exactly. a sheriff as well. Like sheriff, <laughs> aye, right enough, a sheriff of Nottingham as well. So like <laughs> the, the that movie and it still stands up to this day. Aye. Oh, because it's it's a situation that could still happen just now. It's not like you see like Commando, Commando looks very dated and and Aye. A bit. Let's be honest. It looks a bit shit now. Commando and even <laughs> like Terminator looks a bit dated. That's sci-fi, so you can you can understand that, right? But Die Hard looks as good today as it did back then, and Aye, it's agree. everything that that's in it. Like we'll still get skyscrapers. We'll still get lift shafts. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We'll still we'll still get uh, glass. Windies that you can stand on with your bare feet and get cut to buggery. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> everybody, everybody knows that guy that tries to make a deal with Hans Gruber as well. Everybody's met that guy. The guy that, oh, thinks, the guy that thinks he's a superstar. Do you know what I mean? Hans, Booby. Blows him away, man. Brilliant. <laughs> and that and that's why Hans Gruber was so cool as well, because he done what we all would love to, to do. Do you know what I mean? We'd love to shoot that guy that's the We'd love to rob a place and make millions and millions of pounds, but we're all shite bags, so we would never do it. So Hans Gruber while he was an evil bastard, he was cool as fuck as well, wasn't he? So, you know, he was really the first uh, cool villain that I that I really liked. Even Aye. as a kid, I thought, that guy's great. I, I really liked and that it was, guy. What was it? Originally, he was supposed to be wearing jumpsuits, wasn't it? Because they're Aye. robbers, basically. But he says, nah. Uh, Alan Rickman says, no, nah, he's wearing a suit. I'm wearing a suit and tie. But he's, have a, he's, a, he's a villain with a touch of class. Uh, fucking brilliant. I know. But, <laughs> uh, without Bruce Willis, that movie... Is not the same. So oh, he's, he's that, amazing, and everybody listens knows how much we love John McLean. That's why we despise the fifth one because he's one of the greatest film characters ever. I'll go with that. Aye. Aye. One of the most unlucky movie characters ever as well, right? <laughs> aye, aye. <laughs> I mean, it I mean get for example, if, if I was getting onto a plane and I seen John McLean was getting onto the plane, I'd be like, I'll get the next one. <laughs> Aye, yeah. We did our, our Christmas episode and I was asking like, different people for their top fives. Aye. One of my pals I was working with at the time gave me his top five. I was like, Jordan, you've made an arse. You've put Die Hard in it. So I've never seen Die Hard. I was like, Your weekend just get better. I've like, <laughs> never seen Die Hard. Tell uh, me you watched so it he, later. This is the problem. He watched it. I came in the night, uh, after, it was after the Christmas holidays, I came, I came back in and was like, oh, what's Die Hard, what's Die Hard? He's like, aye, aye, it, it was great. 
I was like, what about two, three, and four? And he's like, ah. I know, I, I like, I, I watched the first one and it was great, but I'll, I'll save them for the other films for next Christmas. So, ah, what are you talking about, son? I was like, Die of the Avengers was this, this filmed, filmed in, in the height of summer. This is July. <laughs> what are you doing? I was like, ah, so obviously he didn't like it as much as I thought, and he didn't want to tell me because he knew uh-huh. I would. Wait, just so I've, I've sussed, Wait, just 25, 26. Mm. So I've, I've sussed about it anyway. I've just spoken since. <laughs> 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 Can't be doing me that. that, that that's a, you, a you, don't, you, don't need, you don't need that negativity in your life, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> you'll, be glad, you'll be glad you're working from home now. <laughs> 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 I want to follow all right, mate. How you doing? I'm Chris. Do you like Die Hard? <laughs> you're right though so basically Die Hard's number two I'm assuming for you Die Hard with a Vengeance is number two oh aye <laughs> and, and my number one's Pulp Fiction and your number one's Die Hard so You've we've, got... we've already covered them all haven't we we've already covered them I, all I, I think everybody's just that one I know, I know you don't. it's like it's like uh, Spiral the Book of Saw if you've no guessed it within within thirty seconds, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, actually, actually, Chris Rock deserved that slap. I've just remembered uh, Spiral. <laughs> and see when uh, Samuel Jackson got his Oscar, uh-huh. he hugged Will Smith to death at that uh, point. I know, and it was but, after that. It was as if he's like. Was, that, that, you did that for Chris Rock <laughs> roping him into that spiral shit. No, do you know what I think it was? I think Samuel L. Jackson's uh, hugged him and says, see if you ever pull that shit again, I will take your jaw clean off you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be right there, actually. I hope he did. <laughs> That's the top Aye. five for this episode. Top five for Bruce Willis. And, uh, uh, sorry for having I said before, Bruce. I love oh. you. There's no point in saying that. He can't understand you. <laughs> We're doing our best to get cancelled. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, aye, Bruce Willis. We, we love Bruce Willis. and um, fingers, fingers crossed. We, we wish him a speedy recovery. I don't know if it's necessarily something that you can come back from, but fingers crossed. No. It and, and if so, yeah, we wish him a speedy recovery. Right, so that moves us on to... I don't know what this is called now, Keezy. Is it the actor quiz movie battle, the movie quiz actor battle? Is it the fucking. What is it, Keezy? I've watched you, 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 re- you retired as actor quiz movie battle champion. So I did. So to get right. the quiz back, I had to revive the movie quiz actor battle. Right. So we, name, we, pick, a, we pick a movie and we've got to name actors that were in the movie. Right. Okay. Aye. So the last time we did it, you picked the Scream franchise because mm-hmm. we reviewed Scream 5. Uh, so this time, um, my idea was during the the, the, the Oscars talk about that again. In the memoriam section was Ivan Reitman, right, who directed the first two Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and he practically directed the, the Ghostbusters Afterlife. So that's what I was going to do. Any actor that's appeared in any of the three films, oh, you motherfucker. Mug- but we're not we're not including the the twenty sixteen thing, right? So we're not we're not in, we're not including the Ghostbusters with women. Keezy, we are no, not, not doing we are not doing ourselves any favors this week, man. 
you want to include that one as well? I, 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 think, I think we need to purely because if we don't, we're going to lose every woman that's ever listened to this show. Because <laughs> quite frankly, we've been a disgrace this week. We've been an absolute disgrace. <laughs> so all yeah. four Ghostbusters movies, anybody that's ever been in any of them? I'll tell you this. This has gone a while. Aye, right, right, okay, right. Who's going first? I'll flip a coin. Right, okay. You call it. Heads. Tails. Tails never fails, brother. Hey, I'll go first then. Bill Murray. Harold Ramis. Dan Aykroyd. Rick Moranis. Ernie Hudson. Sigourney Weaver. Peter McNichol. You could have made that up. He was a wee guy in the museum. Oh, right. <laughs> um, Chris Hemsworth. Oh. Well, we're going to that one, are they? Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Paul Rudd. Uh, McKenna Grace. Ah. Oh, I can't remember that wee guy's name. Fuck. <laughs> the wee guy for Stranger Things. <laughs> right, right, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Who wants to play Janine? <laughs> oh, she's in Young Sheldon. She plays Young Sheldon's granny. Oh, no. Oh, eh. She's in Bridesmaids. What's her name again? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I can't remember her name, man. Ah, man, I'm going. I'm going to tap on this one. Die. Tap on a blind man's stick. Oh, what's her name? Justin Wig. Justin Wig. Who? So who was the other? What was the wee guy for Stranger Thing called again? Finn Wolfhart. Finn Wolfhart. Do you know what? That was a decent effort for me. Aye. I think I've I've only seen the Ghostbusters movies of it. I've only seen I've seen uh, Ghostbusters one and two a few times, but it was when I was a kid, and I've only recently seen Afterlife, which, by the way, I loved. I have to say, I I, yeah. I, I, really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, good stuff. So I seen this has been fun, <laughs> man. I've in, I've enjoyed it again. Aye. Um, just again, TV. It's just try to find time, man. Just try to find time. I know. To do this. I hope, and, hopefully I can get it uh, done in time for Gilbert Loyal, who got us on Twitter and said that he wanted a new episode because he's going on holiday on the 10th of April. Right, get it get it turned over, I'll get it sent over to you tonight, get it turned over, get it on the border, <laughs> even, if it's, even if it's just a rough cut just for that guy, because he deserves it. <laughs> The guy's going to have a great holiday anyway. He sounds like an absolute party animal. <laughs> but let's get it. Let's get it ready for him so that he can get it on his Aye. flight. Righty ho. So that's been the latest edition of the Great Scott Cinema Club podcast. I've been Aye. Chris Toll. He's been Keezy. And with that, we are out of time.